This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. everyone, this is Michelle Fern, the new host of Catitude on Pet Life Radio. I'm so excited to be hosting Catitude. I am new to cats, newer than I am to dogs, and they are just incredible. I'm so excited I, I discovered the world of cats. They're so different than dogs, but they're there's just something about cats, right? All right, so today I'm going to tell you the story of Sammy. Sammy is a cat that we found near our new location of our studios. And at first, because she's very tiny, we thought she was a kitten. Uh, we didn't know if she was male or female, so we called her Sammy, since Sammy's a name that can go either way. And the reason we found out she was... Mama is because she came along one day with her little kitten, who is much more skittish than Sammy. Sammy is what they call, she's not really a feral cat because she does associate with people. She'll brush up against you. She'll let you pet her if she knows you, but she does not like to be picked up. Feral cats are more antisocial. They won't go near a person. She's more a community cat. We thought she was a cute little cat. She had a cute little kitten with her, and we started feeding her. And, you know, we noticed that she was getting a little chubbier. So one day the producer said, you know, I think she's getting a little fat there. I think we're feeding her too well. And we were looking and thought, maybe, you know, she was skinny for a while. She's eating well. Good for her. And sometimes she would come along with this other cat that he had this big round, he has a big round face and his eyes are really small. He looks like if he was, if he was a guy who would be saying, Hey dude, what's happening? Okay, no offense to anybody that talks like that, but I could just see those words coming out of his mouth. You know, you know how sometimes you could just tell your fur baby would just talk a certain way. So he just seems like a stoner dude, you know? So we called him, we started calling him Jethro. I don't know. My producer comes up with the greatest names. So we found out that Jethro and Sammy weren't just friends. Jethro was the baby daddy because when we saw the little kitten, who we ended up naming Charlotte, Charlotte looks just like Jethro. She has his, you know, same very distinctive round face. Sammy, and there will be a picture of her on Pet Life Radio for this show episode. Sammy has more of a kind of almost Siamese, you know, slanted eyes, narrow face. So Charlotte's an interesting combination of the two. So we noticed, you know, Sammy's belly getting larger and I just, you know, we thought she's just eating well until one morning when I was, you know, doing some work prior to doing a show and the producer happened to step out to um, get something from his vehicle and he came and got me and he said, check this out, check this out. So ran outside, and right outside our front door, Sammy was giving birth. I don't know. I guess she felt comfortable outside our front door. So we actually saw the babies coming right out. She had three. And it's 
pretty impressive. I mean, she just, you know, nature does what it does. And she just, she had the three babies. We had a little bit of, a little bit of fun, exciting challenges with the babies because there were rainy times when she had them under an area where they almost drowned. We had to rescue them. There, we almost had a hurricane. We had to rescue them. And actually, she hid them up inside the hood of a car. Can you imagine? I mean, smart, but not so smart. So we had to rescue them and put them in a large cat carrier and actually lock it. So just while the hurricane was going on, because otherwise there would have been no more little kitties and no more, probably no more Sammy. So, okay, we took care of those, you know, kitties. We made a whole fenced in area because once kitties get to be about four weeks old, they tend to wander around and then they tend to wander around and go underneath cars and you have a problem. So we actually adopted two of them and we kept one and that one we now call Molly. Molly is um, black and white and the other two cats look like more striped and a little bit more like Jethro. And I had no idea, but cats can actually get, female cats can get pregnant by two different male cats, which is exactly what this litter looks like. It was three cats, one black and white, two that are striped, but a little swirly stripe, which looks like Jethro, the baby daddy. So we were trying to figure out, you know, how fast we have to get her fixed. What do we do? We got a trap. It didn't work. And we were, while we're figuring out, you know, how do we do this? What do we do? Guess what? Miss Sammy gets pregnant again. Now, I've seen those cartoons, you know, cat slut, keep her legs crossed, whatever. But it doesn't work quite like that. Female cats give off some kind of pheromone when they're in heat. And the male cats actually chase them down and attack them. So, it's not quite like she's a loose and, you know, hoochie mama cat. It's that she gives off this great pheromone scent and the cats just go whoosh. All right. So now we have Sammy pregnant again. And she gave birth this time to three tabbies that all look alike. So I think Jethro was the only baby daddy here. So we hosted, you know, we took care of three more kittens and, you know, went through all of that got them adopted, almost ended up with four cats on our crew, but I said no. And I thought, I have to get Sammy fixed. Now, while I'm trying to get Sammy fixed, I was using a humane trap from one of the other hosts, and it did not do the job. Sammy's only about maybe, my best guess, because I can't pick her up, she doesn't let you pick her up, my guess is about six pounds, maybe. She's so tiny. And some of these humane traps, you know, folks, if you have a humane trap and it's steel and it rusts, don't paint it because what happens is it ends up sticking. And when it sticks, it doesn't close as easily. So what happened when I used the trap is I ended up catching the baby daddy because no offense to you dudes listening out there. Male cats supposedly are not quite as smart as female cats. So, and I'll tell you why after this. So I caught the baby daddy 
got him fixed. You know, he had ear mites, so he got his ears cleaned. We did a lot of fixing up. So I think he was happier because he used to run and he was very skittish around people. And now he's cool with it. But here's why I don't think male cats are so smart. I set out the trap again, and what happened? I thought I caught Sammy. No, Jethro. So I caught him twice. Third time I set out the trap, I thought I had caught a cat that I had seen in the area from time to time that was kind of sickly because all I could see from the trap was this like uh, kind of beigeish, blackish fur. And so I was looking in the trap and all of a sudden the head moved and reared this like growl. It was a raccoon. You know, we have some trees behind our area and a lake. So, you know, behind the studio. So there's raccoons in Florida and this raccoon went into the trap. So I immediately said, what host is here today? Let me get the producer. I'm not dealing with this. And um, the producer, Mark Winner's a great guy. He was able to take the trap with this long pole that he had and open it, you know, from far away and let the raccoon out. I know some people catch them, but, and do whatever. I don't know what they do, but I just, goodbye raccoon, you're free. So here we are again. I don't want Sammy to get pregnant a third time where I'm hosting more kittens. You know, kittens are really cute, but female kittens can actually give birth by four months in age. And one cat having a litter of three to four kittens, if they're not fixed, will end up with over, I think it's like a million kittens within, say, 10, 12 years. That's if, you know, the four are not fixed and there's, you know, half are female, then they have kittens and so on and so on and so on. So it's just a lesson in you need to get your cats fixed. So here I am just thinking, I got to get Sammy fixed. That is my goal. What in the world am I going to do? I asked one of the businesses next door to us. There was um, a young guy that was, he, you know, had heard about my uh, trauma with Sammy. And he said, I'm pretty good at catching cats. He tried, he tried, but she's sleek, she's slippery, she's small, and she's hard to catch. She is smart. So, in doing some research, I, I was online. There's um, a site called Neighbors, and you can actually find out, you know, people that live in the area. And in a desperate attempt, I put out the word. I said, I have a cat. I need to get caught. Help! I didn't even know there was such a thing, but there is such a thing as people that are professional trappers. Now we're going to take a little break. Come right back, and I'll tell you what happened. We'll be right back after this message. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. 
Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. So, we're talking about Sammy the Cat, and I'm at the, this is where I found a trapper, a professional trapper, and her name was Liz, and I called her, and I said, you know, so-and-so referred me to you, and that you trap cats. And she said, yes, I do. I do it as it's my profession. I'm very good at it. I have a very good success rate. And I said, really? Really? You're successful? I said, because I have a tough cat. I've tried everything. I tried two different humane traps. I've tried the food of trappers, which is some kind of tuna and fish blend with shrimp that I think it's, I'm not going to say the brand name, but it's a tuna fish blend that they just, the smell is so strong, they just love it. That didn't work. Tuna fish didn't work. Nothing. And she said she had something called a drop trap, and her success rate is probably like 99% when people do what she says. So I, I asked, what do you mean do what she said? What do, you, what do I need to do? She said dry food for, I think it was about four days before she was going to be in my area because she covers the entire county. So she said for the next X amount of days, only feed Sammy dry food. The morning of, she was coming on a Wednesday morning on Tuesday, she said feed her Tuesday morning, then nothing. Oh, I said, okay, I'm going to follow your rules. I have faith in you. I really want her caught. Her fees were reasonable. It included Sammy getting fixed and getting her, you know, I think like a little checkup, some flea medication, and she would actually be brought back to my area. And of course, she would have an ear notch. I'll talk about that in a minute, but she'll have it, you know, she'll be brought back to her same area. So I did what she said, and Liz came in the morning, set up her trap. And what's cool about a drop trap is it's kind of like a trap that's lifted up. Think of the Roadrunner. So it's lifted up and she stays away maybe about, mm, I think about 10, 12 feet away with a rope and puts the wet food in the middle and tries to lure the cat in. Now, since Sammy didn't see a cage around her. It was kind of easy to get her to go to grab the food. It wasn't that easy. It took maybe about 10 minutes or so. She didn't just zoom in like Jethro probably would have. She just took her time. And when, as soon as she was under that, Liz pulled the cord and the trap went down. 
And this is a large trap. Just think of like a large box, but mesh steel. And man, Sammy went nutso. She went crazy. She just wanted to get out of that. She became crazy girl, nuts. And after maybe like 10 minutes, she calmed down a bit and she just realized she wasn't getting out of here. So the drop trap also has doors that open up so that lift up so you can put a humane trap next to it and lure the cat into the humane trap. So that took a while. I think we spent 25 minutes trying to nudge Sammy in. Sammy was never hurt in any of this, by the way. For everybody listening, she was never hurt. So we put, you know, a little pole and tried to like nudge her to direct her into the humane trap. Finally, we got her in the humane trap. I had tears of joy. I never thought I would see her in a humane trap and so she could get fixed. So, you know, Liz, super trapper Liz said, I'm going to take Sammy. She'll be fixed tomorrow morning and I will have her back to you in two days. I said, perfect. So, you know, I paid her her fee, which was well worth it. And she took Sammy and I was just thrilled. I thought this day would never come because what happens is that, you know, cats give birth and they have kittens and kittens are really cute, but they grow up to be cats and then they're cats that are not adopted. So these cats wander around, they pick up diseases, they can get somewhat destructive for the area, but worse is that they get run over, they die of diseases. There's so many that get hit by cars, and it's just horrible, and this all could be avoided. There's so many people I've heard, well, I have a male and a female cat. I fix my female, but I don't really need to worry about my male cat. Yeah, because your male cat's not going to get pregnant, but he's going to make the other female cats pregnant, right? Anyway, Sammy came back in two days. She was, we kept her in a secluded area that I was a little nervous. She would go nuts. And of course, we have a, we're fortunate enough on part of our studio, we um, added on a patio area. So of course, she did go nuts. She actually climbed on the screen all the ways up to the top, which is about eight feet high. And I thought, oh, yeah, this is going to go well. I'm going to have the screen fall off, and Sammy's just going to be out there. But eventually she calmed down. Funny enough, she calmed down so much that the next morning when it came time for her to, you know, have her freedom, we opened the door to our enclosed area and said, here you go. Bye, Sammy. We'll see you soon for dinner. And she just stayed. It wasn't for about three hours later that she finally decided to take off. So now we're about, let's see, she was fixed maybe about three, four weeks ago. So let me tell you how it is now. Sammy comes along every morning and every, you know, evening right on time for her food. She comes along with Jethro, her boyfriend. No more baby daddy because he's fixed. They both have a notch in their ear, and what the notch is, it's done while they're under. It doesn't hurt them, but it lets people know that are trappers and that people that, you know, pick up animals to be, um, you know, to be fixed, that these are already fixed animals. So there's no need. 
And Charlotte ended up getting notched because we didn't decide to adopt her until after her, she was fixed. And then we decided Studio could use another cat on the crew. So it's hardly noticeable. Sammy's looks like a little you. Jethro's isn't that noticeable. But so what? They're fixed. They're happy. They both had checkups. Jethro had a bad case of ear mites, and he was able to get his ears washed. He got medication, and he's, you know, he's he used to be so skittish, and now he just, I could even pet him, and before that, if I just took a step in his direction, he would dart away. Sammy, she, unfortunately, you know, we, we'd love to have her as more of a studio cat to be indoors, but that's not her thing. She likes the outdoors, but they're both fixed. The most adorable thing is every time they're fed, Sammy eats first, and then she waits, and when she's done, Jethro eats after every single time. So even though he might look like a little, you know, what's up, dude, kind of cat, he has great manners. He lets the lady eat first, and I'm just very happy that we were able to get them fixed. So Here's some things to ponder. Everybody that's out there, if you have friends that are just feeding cats or feeding some strays or what have you, it's very nice that you're feeding the cats that are out there. There's, you know, some cats are, they run away. Sometimes people just dump cats on the side of the street. Who knows? But the thing is, you have to get them fixed. You can't just keep going on and on and on. You know, I love the kittens. They were adorable. But kittens become cats. People are much more likely to adopt a kitten than they are to adopt a cat. And then besides that, they multiply. So what I'm getting at here is it's very nice. You know, it's nice to see the kittens. It's nice to keep feeding them and doing your thing. You're not letting them starve. But you need to also get them fixed so you stop the chain Otherwise, they're just babies just keep coming and coming and coming. You know, there's no contraception for cats other than fixed. There's not a medium. You know, you can't say, oh, Jethro, wear a condom, okay? doesn't work like that. They either go or they don't. It's fixed or have babies. And unless you're a breeder, you know, there's no need for your cats not to be fixed especially when they're outdoors. I mean, if you're indoor, cats are indoors only and you have one cat and they're never, ever going to go outdoors, that's your choice. But I even fixed my indoor cats because it's healthier for them. Males can get testicular cancer. For females, it's much better for them to be fixed as well. They don't go into heat, so you don't have that problem. And it's just better all around. So fix your cats. Also, check some areas. You might have to ask around on some websites, some, you know, for information, but there's generally in most areas, your humane society will fix cats that are what they call TNR, trap and release cats at a very low price. There's also places in my area, they have where you can apply for what they call a snip voucher. And that means they're going to snip the ear and also snip where they're going to be fixed. And it's free, but you have to wait. 
a lot of times there's a vet's office. We're fortunate to have one here in um, South Florida that where they do only for TNR cats. They will do a very low cost. It's um, two mornings a week. They have a, a very low cost fix for they fix cats and um, you pick them up the same day or sometimes the next day. It depends how full they get. And they do this all the time, two mornings a week, and it's very low cost. Ask in your area if there's something like that. So anyway, that's the story of Sammy. Take a look on Catitude for a picture. There will be eventually a picture of Sammy on the Pet Life Radio blog. And hey, tell me about your own stories of fixing your cats. You know, what did you have to go through or how did you find out maybe if your cat was female or there's so many stories out there and I'd love to hear them. You can write me at michelle at petliferadio.com and shoot an email. Send pictures of your cats. I love to see them. Catitude17 on Instagram. And keep listening. We have a lot of great, cool shows coming up on the new Catitude. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.